What is up, everyone, and welcome to another issue of Sibling Rivalry, the comic book club show hosted usually by my sister and I, but this week, because my sister's computer has decided to take a massive dump, I have my good friend Zanza joining me. Zanza, say hello to the, cr the crew. Hi, I, I am in an exceptional mood today. I just ate this massive, like, steak fajita burrito. I'm doing good. Nice. <laughs> so, I am ready to go. I'm ready to talk about spirals. Good. <laughs> I, uh, that's, that's great. So, speaking of, of spirals, now that I have uh, confused myself momentarily, um, <laughs> this week was uh, meant to, to come out last week, uh, to essentially come out right after Halloween, um, was the culmination of our spooky picks. Uh, we, I, we chose Uzumaki. Uh, by, now, you can probably correct my horrendous um, pronunciation of names, but Junji Ito? Junji Ito. Ito. All yeah. Right. Um, Japanese, uh, I'm not, I don't speak Japanese, I'm not an expert, but pronunciation tends to be very straightforward, because each vowel only has one sound. No. So, it's, a, it's, it's really easy to sound out with Japanese. It's kind of like German. It's very, all, all <laughs> the, li, you laugh, but literally everything could be super easily sounded out, as long as you know what, what yeah, each, no. each uh, letter makes. Yeah, but somebody has to, like, go in tell you what they all are it's, exactly. it's very alien for you know yeah you like a couple white dudes you know, you know just like... definitely not like the uh the manga choice for the week oh, oh. boy so oh boy so uh when uh, when anna and i were going through and picking our um our books for comic book club for the month of october um, we went into October and it was my month to choose manga. And I think to myself, man, I really want to choose a, a good, scary manga. Um, and you know, there's like three people that I, that I know that I could go to and ask, I need this when it comes to manga. And they would be able to just immediately tell me. And Zanza, I came to you. At the beginning of October. Oh, yes. I was like, hey, I need some help uh, figuring out uh, what, what manga to do. And you gave me a few, and, and I looked through, and I'm like, you know what? Uzumaki sounds absolutely horrifying. This is legitimately the scariest one you could have picked. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I got it, and it's... It's like it's the whole collection that you get. Usually, we read like a all volume thing. one, um, which we were. Yeah, this this was originally published in a couple different volumes, like two or three volumes, right? Yeah. But it's like it's like a decade old. It's over a decade old at this point, and it's very, very well celebrated. So you know they they like to take those opportunities to give those very fancy hardbound uh, volumes that uh -huh. are collected. You know, it's, it happens to a lot of very celebrated manga after a while. They get the really fancy traits. So uh, that's what we've got here today. Yeah. And it was the only it was the only option that I had. Like I, I, I could not if I had wanted to um, gotten 
any any other version of this, at least uh, digitally, from what uh, what I could tell. And I personally think that's the way to do it because it is a contained story. It's beginning to end three volumes. That's the whole thing. So uh, it's it's the way to do it. And I think this review will benefit from us having read the entire thing. So it's uh, now this is actually not even my first time reading it. It's something that uh, I had read a little while ago. Uh, I had a had a Jinji Ito binge at one point. Yeah, um, as one does, I guess. I, I, as uh, many people watching this, uh, Jinji Ito is very internet famous. He's very celebrated in comic circles and manga circles because he's the guy who draws the grossest shit. He he's he doesn't think about horror the same way other people do. Other people are like, oh, let's put like a monster in there. Let's put like a zombie. And Jinji Ito's like, let's make a book about spirals. How many ways can we make spirals scary? And the way he comes up with it is not the way you'd expect anybody to do it. And that's very indicative of his work. That's kind of just how he does things. It's all like this. So, um, the, uh, like, one of his best-known works at this point, which you should go read, uh, The Enigma of Amigata Fault, I think it's called. It okay. w- went viral a few years ago on, uh, on the internet. Everybody was reading it. There's uh there's an episode of Steven Universe that parodies it. It's uh it's just something people know. So it's it's kind of this is the first name people jump to when they talk about horror manga. Um and he's not even the only one in the field doing it, but it's it's not like the biggest most represented genre in manga. So it uh he's he's like the first person people mention for this sort of thing. <laughs> I'm so glad that. you. I'm so glad you mentioned him to me. Um, he's special, yeah. That's uh... and he's uh, he's actually been making a lot more um, uh, like convention appearances lately than he used to, uh, oh. like in Western conventions and stuff. So people are getting to know him a bit better as a person. Um, so there's a, there is this stream where he has a VTuber avatar of himself oh drawn his God. own his own avatar like his own art style uh requesting poggers in the chat oh my uh, god there, he did a he did a convention appearance it was on like crunchyroll or something where people asked him people showed him pictures of cats and he was judging them based on whether they're cute or scary um there's uh there's uh i remember seeing a tweet where somebody mentioned Somebody asked him what he personally thought was the scariest thing, uh-huh. and his answer was uh, those photos that look like they have ghosts in the background. Yeah, those are creepy. Ma- I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm, I'm with him on that one. <laughs> I'm with him on that one. So he, the real man, actually seems super friendly and not nearly as deranged as you'd expect somebody to be to come up with all this shit. That's all I really want to establish here. He just seems like a dude. <laughs> And a friendly, friendly one at that. He's just so. a bro, like he's just a bro. The the manga ver the the manga creator version of a bro. <laughs> dude, <laughs> he's, just, he's just a dude. Yeah, um, he's just a dude so, being a guy. Yeah, so that's uh, that's basically as much like the basic background I can give you on his career. I'm not a super big expert, but if you if you want to know more, and if anybody watching this wants to know more, uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf did a video on Jinji Ito and it is a fantastic video and you should go watch it. Right. That'll give you a good a good uh primer about this man's career. 
Well, and I'll I'll tell you what that's that's more information than we usually get on the <laughs> creator of any comic. Um, yes. So let's let, let, let me let me go in and and just start talking about this book a little bit because here I was I was legitimately just thinking oh you know some scary stuff some you know body horror here and there. Um, Guys, this is this is body horror from beginning to end. No stop. Like 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 yeah, the 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 very beginning of it like oh yeah, there's oh spirals. Oh, they're everywhere. It's haunting the town. And then and then there's just there's a switch that flips and then it's non-stop grotesque. It just goes nuts. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but yeah. Like, this This isn't... So, I want to tell you something. I want to give you a little peek behind okay. uh, the curtain here. All right. On, on, on this, right? Hit me with so, it. So, uh, that Super Eye Patch Wolf video mentions Jinji Ito's special move, right? And basically every chapter, and this is what he does in all of his... Because he mostly does short stories and one-shots rather than full series. This is one of his few full series. Right, but each chapter is done how he normally does it's his one shots. Right, it's just building up tension, you know, as much as it can, building up the scares until. Actually, this is, the, this is the, exactly the example. Right, this is exactly the page I want you to be on. So notice he's. T- oh, oh, oh! Don't, 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 don't go forward yet. Go back one page. You, go, go back one page. I want to show you something. Okay. So, okay. so, so, notice here, real quick, audio listeners, this, yes. we're at the very, very like the the first uh, bit of it. Where and I forget this the the kids I I'm really bad at remembering the names of people in mangas for whatever uh, Shuchi I believe Shuchi. um his uh, his dad is disappeared they can't find him anywhere and they open a room and see just this wooden barrel like thing with a lid mm-hmm. so 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 the um here they have a bunch of small panels <laughs> with really intense shading. Right, uh-huh. and they have a lot of small panels right at the end, and a reaction shot right at the end. This is doing everything in his power to build up as much tension and suspense as possible. Yeah. And then, if you go turn the page, right, they hid the reveal behind a page turn. Yeah, so that your eyes couldn't go and spoil it ahead of time. Because which eyes is a naturally- tricky thing in comics. Yes. Your eyes naturally wander and spoil things for you. It happens to everybody. It's just how it works. So Mm -hmm. the biggest scare in every chapter is right at the end, after a page turn, after like the last few panels on the previous page are just a few small ones setting up reaction shots, right? Mm -hmm. That is Junji Ito's special move. So I want you to go back to the tongue thing, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. This tongue thing, which is a pivotal moment, this is when the switch happens, yep. was not a big enough deal to the author to hide behind a page turn. Nope. That is, just, that is just getting started. That is us just ramping up. <laughs> this is not that big of a deal in this comic when this man's tongue bursts from his face and turns into a spiral. Not just a spiral, but the detail of all the drooly leakiness of the spiral 
And like, yeah, you know, some people some people have long tongues. This would make a giraffe jealous. Yes. Yes, it would. And he just does it. He just like, yeah, I can turn my tongue into a spiral. Watch. You're like, what? Like why 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 what? Yeah. Uh, so I want to bring up something about this panel right here of this tongue, right? Uh-huh, and uh-huh. anything. Notice how f- detailed all the artwork in this comic book is? Yeah. This was monthly. This was this monthly. Was cha- this was chapter a month. Okay. Wow. Pretty sure at least. I remember hearing in the in the eye patch video I keep bringing up each one of these pages takes like 8 hours. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine. Like the the insane amount of detail and I'm I'm not an expert on like drawn hand or this this mode of art. Like my background is theater and photography. So this is not this is not my thing when I can go into descriptions, but like just looking at the the dark backgrounds and how all of the shading is done with all these little hashes. Yeah, uh, cross hatching. Okay, that is what I was going to say. I wasn't sure if it was right. Your first inclination was correct. That is good news. But like looking at all of that, I just I think to my I, I thought to myself, man, this would take for freaking ever. And then on top of that, you're writing the story. Yeah, um, this yeah, it's it's and this was drawn traditionally. Pen and ink. Uh-huh. On that, paper. That much, I, you can... Even in the digital space, I, I know um, if you're watching the video, it's the, the screen is a lot, a lot smaller, but if, you're, if you do read it on you know, whatever tablet or computer screen you have, uh, get the biggest screen that you can for this and, and blow it up because the amount of detail... You can, you can truly tell that this is hand-drawn. It looks gorgeous in in the book. Yeah, absolutely wonderful artwork, and that is every page. And that is something that I would I would say, uh, I, I as manga doesn't absolutely. Look like this. And this one's going to be an explicit episode, so I'm just going to drop it. As fucked up as this book was, <laughs> um, the art as grotesque and again fucked up as it was beautiful yeah absolutely beautiful um, keep, you keep flipping through yeah like keep moving yeah like like i like that's the thing is like if you go look at the main girl right um Jiji Ito is fully capable of drawing pretty things if he wants. oh yeah if, if you if he wants to make a character look cute or pretty you can do it if he wants nah but no he wants to throw something fucked up at you <laughs> And, and something that oh. I just I found absolutely insane about this book uh, as a whole was how, as they started cremating people, this the, the ashes were becoming spirals as well. It was at that point, Shuichi was the only one that knew they were all fucked. Every single one of them was fucked. I brought this moment right here at the start of chapter two. As the ashes form a spiral in the air, everyone's fucked. But man, it's a, it, she didn't know enough to get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's just like, we just need to go. 
he was right. Yeah, he, she was, he was the best character in this comic book. By uh, the way, he, he's, he's just he's the smartest character in this comic book. <laughs> it's like no, we just need we just need to go. It's like p- please, please, can we can we can we just leave? And then look at this, this. face. Um, like after after the ashes have uh, and the smoke have gone into the sky, it forms Shuchi's father's face with a spiral tongue coming out of it of like ash and soot and not only is it horrifying right and this is something from a little bit from the artist's perspective not only is it horrifying and hyper detailed right with excellent use of shading it actually just looks like him yeah it just like contorting somebody's likeness like that and adding a bunch of more detail and making it more realistic, and still it still looks like him. Yeah, it's not easy. That's not easy at all. That that's insane. <laughs> it's it's uh. Well, it, the thing that I that I do really really like about um, this page in particular is uh, it, it's super high contrast. It is legitimately just two colors it is yeah. black and it is white it's not shades of in between it's just there's heavier parts of black it is it, it's it is a yeah, very no, uh, well done page manga is printed with very very traditional printing presses um it's on newsprints it's black and white it's all you get it uh yeah, no. So they find ways of getting um of getting uh shading into it like this cross hatching there's um there are like little plastic sheets called screen tones. Like you can actually see that on this page here with uh some of the backgrounds like the curtains there. Uh, what they do is they have a plastic sheet of just little dots and they just oh, yeah. lay it on there, cut it out to that shape and just like in there adhesives that just stick on. Mm-hmm. And they use that for a lot of shading, but it's it's little dots for a reason, right? That's all those printing mm-hmm. presses can do. Right. So it's uh there's very there's it's very limited, right? What you get access to in manga is pure black and white, but it looks so much scarier because there's no color. Yeah. It's like watching like a um it's like watching a old monster movie. It gets that eerie feeling across because it's you just see value, you just see tone and shading. Yep. Excellent uses of lights and darks. Are how you scare people. Yeah, a hundred percent. One hundred percent. I love. Oh, keep going. You no, 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 no. <laughs> you go, go. I mean, because there's a lot of book to go through. I'm, I'm probably not going to have us talk about every uh, oh, no, yeah, single we, we can't story. Possibly arc. hit every beat, though. There are certainly some I want to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. What I love about this book is how well it just brings up uh, it, it builds that tension all the time it, it, it's it's just got this really eerie foreboding mood at every moment where you know something awful is going to happen and you're not prepared for whatever it's gonna be but yeah. it's gonna be bad yep you know it's gonna be bad <laughs> every so, time like from the first chapter he's like oh no oh no 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 oh no, no, no. no. And that's how that's like structurally from the get-go that's mm-hmm. good horror yeah 
No, I mean, there are legitimate parts of reading this book where I had to stop because I, I truly felt like I was going to vomit. Oh, like I was like, bad, dude. I, I work in veterinary medicine. Okay, I have I have seen the insides of animals. I have seen some of the gnarliest of like wounds um, and like infections and things like that. That does not make my stomach turn at all. This book had those moments where I was just like, Whoa. okay. I'm going to have to take a break. And so here's yes. And this uh in in that first like two part chapter um with and then when we get to Shuchi's mom here um I have this I wouldn't say it's a fear, it's a er, like a irrational thing where I just don't like the idea of a bug, especially a long bug, crawling oh, no. into my ear. <clears throat> no. Like, <clears throat> that, that can go to hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it comes out, it's just like, hey, the spirals. You yeah, got no, a spiral. No, no, no. You no, got a spiral no, right there. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I just love how deranged this book is. Yeah. Um, and then, like, so, so. We've established it's disgusting. Uh-huh. It's horrifying. Yeah. It builds up tension brilliantly. The artwork is gorgeous. Now I want you to go to the hair chapter. Okay. You want me to jump that chapter. far ahead? Okay, okay. Yes, that far ahead. Okay, because we just have scare. Because uh, we want people at home to just go read it. Uh, real quick, I just want to. Yes. I, I, if you're watching the video, this is this is the one that uh, that kind of made my sister lose it because she has an irrational fear about anything happening to her eye. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's like one of the most natural fears in the world, I think. And then this shit, oh, <laughs> oh, it's the worst. It, it like it, who thinks of this? Who thinks of that? He's like, hey, I'm gonna make spiral scary. He's like, <laughs> spirals? How are you gonna make spiral scary? Like, I'll show you. Hold my beer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't make a spiral scary. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, so, but so, so the hair. The, so the hair chapter. So we get all of these horrifying, grotesque things. And it's, it's mesmerizingly disturbing. And you get this fucking hair chapter. And it's the dumbest shit I've ever read in my life. Oh. Yeah. Like... It's just a Dragon Ball Z fight with super curly hair. And, like, it's really stupid and a little bit sexist. And, like, and for some reason, for some reason, for this collected trade, they decided to use a panel from this as the cover. Yeah. Of all the things they could pick to mm-hmm. be like, hey, go pick up Uzumaki, this legendary piece of horror fiction. Let's pick the dumbest panel on the whole thing. Make it the front cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's accurate. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yeah, you, you put... Yeah, look, there it is. It, for some reason... I, I, so, I, to be fair, I think... It's because you can't put this as the cover in a bookstore in, in the West. 
but the spring guy is on the spine of the book. Oh no. Is it really? Oh yeah. The spring guy is on the spine of the book. You know, but that one just kind of looks like a zombie out of context, right? Yeah. So he's just like generically scary. Is that the jacket? That was Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I will say, like, so this this was the one where it's like I was I was reading through it. I'm like, okay, okay, this isn't this is a break. This isn't that bad. Okay, <laughs> like this is fine. And then suddenly, it's like uh, like. And, and like the, 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 it's the still hair eats expertly drawn. Like, oh my god! It's still expertly drawn. You know, we spent eight hours drawing all those strands of hair. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like, it's just so absurd. <laughs> like, the whole book's absurd. Yeah, it is absurdist horror. Yeah, but like this one in particular is especially silly, just because of like it's hair. But then there's Jack of the Box one, right? Yeah. This wasn't it's, so, so the Jack in the Box one wasn't even like the worst one for me, but this was very typical horror, I feel like, yeah. in a lot of ways. So it still like helps us break, it's not bad, right? Uh-huh. But it's very tame, comparatively speaking, to the rest of it. But if you go find the, the one, the panel where he, he hops out of the coffin, right? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna this one, no, not that one, though that's. Uh, next one, next page, next page after that. Uh, there's uh, a full page spread. Yeah, before this. Before this? Yeah, before this. Like as soon as he pops out of the of the coffin. This one. That one right there. That panel on the right is what they put on the spine of the book. <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean that that is. Uh, yeah. It just looks like a zombie. It does. Hundred percent, just looks like a zombie. Uh, so it's like probably the least disturbing, disturbing thing they could put on the spine of the book. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. So, you get a little bit of a break, and then they end up in a hospital. And things, everything that happens in a hospital is the worst ever. So, I think the, and I, I, I don't know that I would have had as much of an issue a year ago reading this book now but i'm a dad now and the uh, mm. also but like it's not just that it's grotesque body horror that's expertly like beautifully drawn right it's that this this comic book keeps going for like the jugular on what it's trying to scare you with yeah right it 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 wants to um it it's uh it it's there's a constant theme of sex and reproduction in the entire book uh-huh. right very basic human things romance and love are constantly attacked at every point and in so far as to be like oh pregnant women are what's scary today and and that's like the thing that societally and biologically we must protect is women with babies yep like, like it's ingrained, and like, no, that's what we're going to attack. We're going to specifically drive and aim at the most primal instincts of people to make you scared. Mm-hmm. And that is like the lowest blow ever, and it just goes for it. It doesn't care. And then figures out, how can we make this as fucked up as possible? And Oh, my God. Oh, and 
I almost forgot to mention, I think it's actually a little bit earlier, when when two high school boys turn into slugs and then they bomb. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that was... Like, how you feel about that? <laughs> you know... Oh, this is the lighthouse. Um, oh, the lighthouse one. Which I, it also isn't as scary. It was, it, one of the not... It was not as scary. That is... That is correct. Like it's um, good, but yeah. But I know the uh, this freaking snail thing. Yep. Yeah. Again, going for the romance, going for the sex, and scaring you as much as it can with that. And and um, it's just like, and it's not even scary. It's just like, what am I reading? Yeah. What is this? What's it's going like, on? It's just uncomfortable. Yep. And this moment. When he breaks all the eggs, solidifying the doom of everybody else in the last few chapters, because they have less things to eat. Yeah. <laughs> but so it builds up and up and up and up and up and gets crazy and crazy until it hits the hospital, right? And it has like a ch- chapter or two after the hospital that are still good. And then it returns to being the dumbest shit you've ever read. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, there were a lot of moments where I was having a really difficult time. Yeah. Continuing to read it just because like, oh, I was this like. Panel. This panel right there. That's my favorite panel. This one? Uh, bottom left to the right page. Bottom left, right page. Oh, yeah. That's the one that you sent there. <laughs> <laughs> said to it's like out of context, the most iconic panel of this entire comic book. It's uh, the ship right there, dude. Yep. Just you know, <laughs> them chilling on the beach, and he's just like dead inside, and, she, and like, she's like, like she's there, she's all pretty, she's cute, and he's dead inside. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was this point on through the book where I I almost have a hard time remembering. What all happened? There's like the like there's like hurricanes and then it builds oh, up the yeah. air pressure and then like kid like people are spinning around and riding whirlwinds and it's like there's like there's like uh, fights of blowing at each other. And yeah. it, where it's like where where you can kind of tell is like I keep I still have more spiral ideas, but I don't have any scary spiral ideas. Yeah. And like oh that 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 cover right there is so good. It is. That's some classic Japanese horror right Chapter there. Chapter 13, The House. Oh, and they left it in color for the... It's in color in the print version, too. Which is not common for manga publications. Because uh-huh. kind of how this works is um, uh, Japanese manga releases are in magazines, right? Uh-huh. Big, like, phone book size magazines. And um, they're all newsprint, black and white. But occasionally, there's like Okay, you have the color pages this issue. You get a few color pages, and then they they get to have a few, but they're almost never kept in color for the for the uh, book releases. Uh huh. So it's only like special edition ones like this that get to keep their color pages. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, no. Um. It's uh. <laughs> this was a book, even... man. Like it really, it was an adventure. This it's I'm. There's like the part of me that's like, man, 
my sister didn't have to read this one because her computer broke and I and I told her that I I was just going to do this one with you. Um, and yeah. she was like super thrilled about that. But the whole time I'm just thinking. Man. She's got to read it. I, I would have really, really liked for for her to have suffered through this as well. <laughs> He, you wanted something scary. I gave you something scary. You sure did, and you have you've still proven that if if I if I want something, uh, if I if I need a specific kind of manga, that I could probably <laughs> still just go to you and ask, "Hey, I need this," and you'll probably have an answer for me. I so. I know a little bit about the. I actually haven't been reading a whole lot of comics lately. I think I like part of the, one of the reasons why I uh, agreed to like come on and or volunteered rather to come on and help you out with this is to get myself to read more comics. Mm-hmm. Is like oh I need an excuse because like just to get the momentum going and read more stuff. Yeah, so I mean the, that's um, essentially why Anna and I started the the book again or the <laughs> the series again um, because her and I did started this series. Oh gosh, it was probably like five or six years ago, um, right? And we did it for a while, and we we got quite a few books done. But then, you know, life was happening for both of us, and we we stopped. And then it was at the beginning of the year this year where I was like, "Let's do it again," um, because I have not been reading. Like I, I, I essentially I read Spider Man because right. he's my favorite hero, even though he's kind of trash right now. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man is cool. I get it. No, no, I exactly, and I, I think it's just the current writer. A, a new writer's picking him up, or just picked ah. him up. So I, I think I'll start liking it again. But, anyways, um, but yeah. So we were like, no, we we want to do this because we want to we, we want to be uh, actively reading books again, um, and this was a, a really good way to do that. I th- I think I think that's really healthy too because like. I feel like comics as a whole, for me, are the most relaxing medium of entertainment. Like, and part of it is like I have a particular bias towards black and white comics, mm-hmm. right? So reading manga or, or or graphic novels that don't have color and stuff like that, the ink, the ink lines and stuff like that, you know, where you can just kind of get lost in the details a little bit, get lost in the atmosphere. It's it's it is the single best break from the rest of my brain out of any medium and so i love them to death right i i I love the craft of them i love um just the feeling of holding it of the book in my hand and reading them it's 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 the best one it's it's and Mm So naturally, as a student, a little bit of the craft, as somebody who's like done a lot of research into like how they're made and done a lot of stuff like that, horror tends to be for any medium the strongest exploration of the capabilities of that medium. Because in order to successfully scare anybody, you need to have a mastery of the strengths of your medium. Mm-hmm. You need to know how comics work. You need to know how they're paced. You need to know how the artwork interacts with the story and how you can set up a mood and atmosphere and tension, right? And in order to do that at all, you need to have all of the fundamentals of your medium down. You need to understand it inside and out, right? So while I don't think Jinji Ito's stories as a whole necessarily have the most... um, 
like meaning to derive from them have like the strongest characters and most in-depth uh like stories there going going like that they show they demonstrate an absolute mastery of the craft of manga of the craft of comics mm-hmm. and because you would need it in order to make something this beautifully fucked up yeah uh, you need to be that good yep 100 percent um so we are getting we we are getting to like the the second half of the show um right. where uh we typically sit down and we start talking about our ratings and the reason why we're rating them the way that we are um so uh typically uh when it comes to the story um that, that's one of one of our criteria that we rate in the comic and that's usually um where I start um because I mean, being being in theater the way that I have been and, and just my background um, mm-hmm. between Anna and I, storytelling was more my jam. So one of the, for, for my score for this book, um, I do have to say, you're, you're absolutely right. He has, he has a mastery of storytelling um, in, in, this, uh, in this genre. I think the only thing that really, um, I don't think bothered me is, is the right word. Um, maybe it was like a little disappointing was I don't, there, there was so much random silly, like it didn't, it wasn't as strong from beginning to end as I feel like right. it could have been like, I, like- I, I feel like if you slashed out a few of these chapters, and uh, you know, only had like a, a, the curated bunch. Um, I I would feel more inclined to give it a higher score. Um, and I'm I'm gonna preface this by saying I'm not giving it a low score. Right, um, right, right. But I do think that as far as the story goes, if I'm judging the the whole collection overall, I'm probably closer to giving it about a seven or an eight. Um, then I, then I would be closer to that, like nine or 10 that right. I would, if it were like that curated bunch. I, I actually completely agree. I think, I think I'm going to give it a seven just to right. throw that out there. I think, uh, I think I agree on the seven. That's kind of why, when I was thinking about it, uh, it, over the last week, um, it's, it's ability to create an atmosphere and to create tension, right. Is unparalleled, mm-hmm. but it doesn't successfully bring it to a meaningful climax or a conclusion. And so once you hit about like three, like three fourths of the way through the book, you should continue reading to the end. Absolutely. But it is, it is, um, it, it's, uh, it's almost like a Stephen King novel. A little bit, but not as disappointing. Right. But like, <laughs> it, there, there's like a lot of buildup and then all of a sudden it's like, I got to finish this somehow. He's out of ideas. Yep. <laughs> and the ideas that he had really good you know it's 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 hard you you can't you can't say that the story's bad you can't say that it's it's just that you know it is very fucked up (laughs) but like he almost always does short stories and one shots like things that are finished in one chapter Mm -hmm. right almost all of his career is in one shots right and because horror as a whole because it's based on if you're basing it on like 
one idea, stretching that idea out as far as you can to build up as much tension as possible, right? Horror as a whole generally just leads lends itself better to being short. Mm-hmm. And I think Jinji Ito's personal strengths also lend themselves better to being short. And to to that point, I feel like you could almost grab any individual, like not any individual chapter, but um, a handful of any individual one, pick it up, be horrified, and 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 feel his mastery of that that From brand. Any single one, right? Yeah. If you guys have at home have not read a Jinji Ito story, <clears throat> uh, the Enigma of Amigata Fault, like I mentioned earlier, that's the one you can just go look up right now, read it right now. You'll understand. It's it's special. Yeah. It's like if if I had stopped reading at the end of the the two, the two parter at the very beginning, or had only read a, a lot of the chapters like leading up uh, from there up to like the hair one were good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like all of them up to the hair one are good. Then the hair one happens, and then you get a little bit of a break, but they're still kind of good. And then it gets crazy, yep. and then it just and then it just and then it just peters out. Fizzles. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's that's I'm, I'm more glad. of it. More a higher percentage of it is good than a Stephen King novel. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and it's not one of those books where at the end of it, I'm I regret reading it. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, it is difficult to derive a meaning from it though like a lot of horror like has a lot of symbolism and a lot of things you can dissect to figure out what it like what it's attempting to say or what it means right and i think there is something here with its fascination with you know love sex uh like connection right but it it, like i do think there is something there that you can probably derive from but it's not super clear and yeah it's doesn't feel like it when you hit the end right yeah. Like there's there's probably an analysis you can do there, but it's not very clear that there is one, right? Right. And it's yeah. Yeah. I I have nothing more that I want to say about the story. I think we've hit it. Um so uh when we talk about art, I usually let Anna take uh uh take the reins on that for, for the beginning. I usually have my own formed opinion ahead of time, but I kind of let her mastery of the medium or of, of art more so than me, uh, kind of. You, you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Uh, it's a 10. Uh, Easy. Easy 10. I, I would absolutely 100% agree that this is, uh, the art is a ten out of ten, um, and but like, I want to I want to hear more about yes. your reasoning for it. So so as a whole, right now it makes sense to kind of measure you know art and story separately with how a lot of comic books are written, but I don't I have some reservations with thinking of it that way, right? Because like like America comics, right? It's very normal to have you know the artist the writer, the inker, the colorist, right? And so the the art and the writing are fairly separate products being combined together in a lot of times, which is one of my personal criticisms for how they're made. Because I feel like the um the I mean, 
there are really good writers art writer artist combos where it doesn't feel like that at all right like the best comics just don't feel like that like anything by scott snyder and greg capullo they, well i haven't read any of those you'll have to introduce me at some point uh, but the uh, happily so the um uh but the um you don't want those things to feel separate at all right right you want to think of the entire product as one thing the the art and the writing the story all have to flow together as one coherent thing in this case it absolutely does because they're the same guy right but the um and, and that's, that's one of the strengths of manga a little bit but also worth noting about manga is you have oh you have one guy doing the story and art and then like five guys doing all the inking and cross-hatching in the background and all those screen tones right there's a team making these yeah, and yeah there are absolutely successful art artist writer combos in manga it does happen mm-hmm. like uh, at some point we're gonna have to show you death note uh, oh i've, I've, I've read death note oh yes yeah so that's, I, I that's one of the most love death note <laughs> that's one of the most famous successful the first, artist uh, anime i ever watched really i mean i mean uh, like, a good one. like a legit anime that was madhouse you, too madhouse makes good shit unless you count like dragon ball when i was a kid as anime Oh, uh, you probably watched Digimon. I did not watch Digimon. I watched Pokemon. Okay, did, well, Pokemon's anime. It is anime. Yeah, okay. Now, at this point, anime is so just, like, part of our culture, mm-hmm. right? It's not a weird thing to experience anymore. So, so I'm bringing up that because moving forward, that's just how I'm going to think of all comics, is I'm going to measure, is I'm going to think about the art and story as flowing and working together as a whole as a necessity right right so it doesn't feel like i'm not gonna like the comic so and so it's funny that you bring this up because yes anna and i talk about this a lot we we grade the two things separately for yes just the just the reason of like we want to talk about how much we liked a and b and then when we talk about the overall um we do talk about like and and here's the thing like the story was great. The art really dragged it down. Or the yeah. art was great, but it did nothing and, and there are to times, bring the story along. There are times when you read a comic book and it's bad, but yeah. you know that's an amazing artist. Yep, exactly. Right. It happens, right? Uh-huh. Like, um, I know that the, uh, I forget it's... Uh, actually, I don't remember his name, but I'm not going to go too far in depth on it, right? There's a, there's a manga that I read in Shonen Jump. That uh, I did not. I was not reading, but I heard it was really, really good. But the um, the writer was caught uh, sleeping with underage women. Oh my um, god! So it immediate scandal got canceled instantly. They did not let that slide. But um, but everybody's like, but there's this amazing artist. What's the how going to happen to their career? They didn't do shit, <laughs> right? So yep. you have this um, you have this uh desire where you're hoping that they aren't forever associated with something that they didn't do right uh-huh so so there are there are reasons both in the conversation of the work itself and out why it's kind of important to recognize different people do different things uh-huh. but you know the end result is that you want um you want the book to just kind of be the book right, right. that's how you want to be thinking about it exactly and um so that being said uh, I don't even know if I need to explain why that artwork is so damn good. I mean, we, we like, talked about it a lot. Um, a lot. 
And, and and this happens a lot where it's like when we when we sit down and we uh, we start scoring, um, my camera froze for a second. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, where we start we start scoring and it's like we've talked about this a lot. It's just trying to kind of organize into one coherent thought that we're uh, that we're doing. But yeah, the art like you've heard us talk ad nauseum about like the the detail in this and 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 stunning that. artwork. Absolutely stunning, and I mean something I can definitely appreciate uh, about uh, about the art is we definitely know human anatomy. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that is that is definitely something I can I can appreciate. Um, so going oh going into um, overall. Score overall. So thinking about all of it together. Like an eight or a nine. Because like even though the writing had parts where it fell down, right? Mm -hmm. The overall experience was like, dude, I just read something special. Yeah. I read a one of a kind book. Yep. Um and yeah. It's not one of a kind. There's like three other full series Jinchi Ito did. Like Yo is about fish people coming out from the water and sm- like stabbing people with spears. <laughs> yeah, why this man's done some shit. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um. Uh, I have a thing to mention about, but I'll get back to that in a second. Um, the uh, so I I want to give it a high score, like an eight or a nine, personally. Okay. Um. What about you? So yeah, my my. I'm- my pre-score was an eight. Um, right. So uh, I, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. It is a special book, and it is worth the read. Um, I would especially... Um, I would especially recommend reading it during spooky times, like Halloween, um, if you're if you're looking for something to kind of scare the bejesus out of you, um, or right now, yeah, no, no, I, and and that could be <laughs> at, at at any point in time. Um, for me personally, I don't really do horror um, except in October, and I don't know why. I, I mean, I, I do know why, but it, it's just like I I don't I appreciate and respect the genre. But it's not my go-to genre. Horror is something I had to learn to appreciate, right? I grew up not really being that into horror, mm-hmm. like avoiding it in yep. most cases. But as I started hearing people talk about like how much craft mastery needs to go get in, go into making something like this work, and I'm like, oh, I need to explore this. And then I read Uzumaki, <laughs> and it was yep. it was special. So how about look? I'm gonna say nine. You're gonna, gonna say, say nine. nine. All right. All right. Like. I have read better comics. I haven't read better horror. I can I can respect that. Uh, oh God, of course these are all okay. So twenty five uh, plus twenty eight is fifty three. Is that it? Solid. Yeah, fifty three so points I'll... out of a possible six sixty. I have news for you. First off, Joji Ito's made a lot, a lot of manga, right? Yeah. Including comedies. He's made comedies. Junji Ito's Cat Diary is a comic that he has made. It is just about goofy things his cats have done. 
and it's in the same art style. Oh my god. Yeah, because he loves cats. Oh my god. And the other thing is Uzumaki is getting an anime. Oh no. Specifically produced by Adult Swim. Oh no. Which means it has a massive budget. And oh, they've shown no. they've shown exactly one teaser of the anime, and its animation is gorgeous. It's all in black and white, with Japanese with English subtitles. Uh, yeah, like go find the teaser. Just go watch it. It's like right there. Yep, that right there. Um. Right, that's, 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 that's the boy. No, that's, that's, that's the uh, director. Oh, have the sound on. The sound is on. Uh, okay, you, I, just, I just can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong about the. Oh my god, the animation is beautiful. That is. That is absolutely gorgeous. This is supposed to happen next year. Yep, October 2022. Is what it says. Ah, the music yeah. Uh, a man named Colin Stetson is who they got for it. That's all they've shown. That's it. I. I. It's specifically for uh, specifically for Adult Swim. Am I still here, Ben? You are still here. Okay. Sometimes my internet cuts out. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's, that's I mean that's the book. That's the book. Go read it. Yeah, absolutely. Go read it. 100% go 100% worth it. I will say um if you if you are listening to the podcast or you are watching on YouTube, I will give you the warning. It is incredibly graphic. graphic. Yeah. Um so go into it knowing that it, it is that. Um, but it is worth it if, if you're into this kind of thing. Um, oh, yeah. If, if horror <laughs> manga is something you have not yet explored, this, it might, this is most likely going to be your first stop. I don't know if it should be your first stop because it's not representative of what you're going to find in horror manga. Right. But it's probably where you're going to go. And it's, uh, it's what your friends are going to tell you to read. If they're into this sort of thing, this is the most celebrated horror manga author right now, and for a reason. Yep, hundred percent. It's special. Yep, 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 yep. Oh. So, all right. Next week, uh, we're turning it down a notch. Um, we are reading uh, Eternals, the specifically the Eternals run by Neil Gaiman. Um, yeah. Which I'm I'm super excited to to read. Um, I, I initially intended on that issue coming out this week um, to be a little more timely with the release of the movie, but we're still being fairly timely. So what happens? Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna be <laughs> I'm not gonna be upset about it. I'm really really excited to read this one. And, um, and we needed to talk about Uzumaki. Yeah, we. I, I wasn't <laughs> going to skip Uzumaki. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I, I thought that would also be a really, really good first uh, first book for for Zanzo to to join um, Rival Read on. I, I know of Neil Gaiman. I yep. know of Neil Gaiman. <laughs> I haven't read very much Neil, Neil Gaiman. No, so you haven't read any Sandman comics. Or, I have not read Sandman. I'd like to. Okay. Okay. I know. Uh, I know. At one point, Yoshitaka Amano did some artwork for it. Yeah. Uh, that's the artist for uh, Final Fantasy, yep. like the old ones. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. Um, uh, that's something I'd like to read at some point. Yeah, well, I'll. Uh, it's it's on our list to read for Rival Read also. Um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, I'll look at very least I'll uh, I'll <laughs> let you know when when we're doing it if you want to join us again. Um, and uh, I think currently, currently Anna's not her computer's not fixed, so. Um, Zanzo will probably be back with me again next week for Eternals by Neil Gaiman, um, which again, super stoked to read. Um, I'm a big, big Neil Gaiman fan. Um, he, uh, he rewrote the, the Norse Eddas, uh, <laughs> Zanza and so, so freaking good. I I he I know that he did the English language script for Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Yeah, okay. Or not Nausicaa, um Princess Mononoke. He did the English language script for Mononoke. Oh. Rock on. That that is Like it's just it's, it's a localization, but Yeah, I mean, I mean that's also like my my favorite uh, Studio Ghibli movie. Uh, I liked Mononoke a lot. Yeah, it's between that and Howl's <laughs> Moving Castle. I actually have not seen Howl's yet. Oh, it's so good. I have Howl's. I have the steel book for Howl's. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, gosh. You should watch it. Anyways. I've got to. Guys. All right. Um, Zanzo, where can people find you on the internet if they absolutely loved you this episode and, and okay, so want to hear you some more? You can find me two main places. You can find me at uh, twitter.com, at uh, Zanza47. Uh, you can also find me uh, on Twitch, at... Uh, also, Zanza47. I tend to keep my name pretty consistent. You can find me pretty easy. If you see, if you see the uh, the the girl with the black curly hair, you're 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 at the right place. Yep. Um, definitely, definitely catch some of his retro game streams and art streams and things like that. They're a treat um, to hang out in and very relaxing usually. <laughs> um, and of course, you can always find me uh, everywhere: Twitter, uh, Instagram. It's Ben Pie, I T S B E N P A I. Uh, I also have my photography uh, Instagram that is Ben Pie Photo, um, so you can find my art there. Um, yeah, and then of course, find everything Shaloma Stay Comics related uh, by going to itsbenpie.com forward slash comic book club. Uh, you'll find our YouTube there, um, our TikTok, which uh, uh, has a few new series go- uh, coming up. We're doing uh, a show called Rival Read Continued, where we pick up um, volume twos of books that we've read on the show. Um, we're doing, uh, just mini comic book reviews where we're not really interested in reading them on the show. And then, uh, my poll list will be coming out tomorrow, Saturday. You should do that for volume one of Astro Boy. 
Yeah, I should. So, so you have context. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea. I'll add it to it. I've, I've got a list of, uh, of, of the books that I, that I want to do for that. Um, that kid's origin story is fucked up. I, I'll, I'll do that. I will add that in there. Um, but yeah, so Shalom Estate Comics. Um, you, can, you can find us, again, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and TikTok, all at Shalom Estate Comics. And um, guys, until next week, keep your pull list full. And, uh, and uh, yeah, until next week, Shalom Estate. We're going to, uh, uh, I forgot to tell you, we're supposed to say Shalom Estate at the same time. Uh, Shalom Estate. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it, it animated up. She says it all the time, and she said it all the time for forever. <laughs> and um, we started saying it at the end of, of the show, and then I was like, we got to come up with, with a name for, for, like, the brand. And then I was, I'm just going to call it Shalom Mistake Comics. Perfect. Perfect. Uh...